What do you know about the Sierra program? Reckless mystery men you guys send in when you can't officially send anyone else. The great man. Lloyd. I got an urgent locate and destroy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lug It Out Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing The Gray Man, 2022, directed by the Russo Brothers. Now, if you don't know who the Russo Brothers, you must not be a movie head like myself and a, you know, a cinemaphile like a whole lot of other uh, folks online or an MCU head or whatever they call them these days. But the Russo brothers are responsible for uh, producing, directing the well, the MCU movies from Civil War to Infinity War to Endgame, the some of the most uh, highest grossing movies of all time. And they were greenlit uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago, to uh, uh, produce and direct a $200 million action flick starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Um, so that sounds like a pretty damn good combination for a hell of a good time. You know, you got Netflix, you got the money, you got the star power, uh, you know, you got some Jessica Henwick, you got Ana Del Armas, little Billy Bob Thornton in it. You, you know, you got a nice little crew right there. So I went up to Washington DC this weekend, had some fun and, um, while I was up there, I was playing a little bit of Netflix because I like getting at least a movie in a day. And so I started The Gray Man not once, not twice, not three times. I started it four times while I was up there on the three-day trip. Now, I could have been you know, a little bit out of my mind, but I was having such a hard time getting engaged in this movie. And so when I finally could sit down and watch it, when I got back home um, Monday evening, I was like... All right, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to watch this movie, and I'm going to analyze the shit out of it and figure out what's going on with The Gray Man. Why is it not clicking with audiences? What's, uh, it, why is it um, have a pretty well-regarded uh, book that it's based off of? Um, what's the deal with The Gray Man? Well, the deal with The Gray Man is it's got a stellar cast. It's got competently really uh, engaging action scenes, but... Other than that, it's kind of flat. Um, it's kind of your generic action flick with uh, sprinkled in comedy. But to be honest, everyone in the movie is kind of uh, really self-serious, tonally self-serious, with the exception of Chris Evans. It's almost like the Russo brothers told Chris Evans that he needed to be super over the top you were basically a james bond-esque villain you are i kept kind of comparing it in my head i was like what is going on with this movie that it's not clicking with people well everyone is so self-serious in the same way of like the born movies the born identity ultimatum all of that supremacy all of that so most people are acting like they're in the Bourne movies, but then you have Chris Evans who feels like he's an over-the-top diehard or uh, diehard villain or 007 villain, and you know, basically hitting them with a boo ha ha. So watching it, I was like, okay, so that's the problem. They've they've clearly rewritten the part of Chris Evans to have more punchier dialogue and you know have tough guy talk the whole time. Now. With saying that, um, you can probably 
guess how predictable it is. Like, you know, if you've seen any action movie, if you've seen three action movies within the last 10 years, you can probably predict where this is going to go. Um, now, some of the supporting cast, a lot of a lot of the supporting cast just has generic action dialogue, but it's, uh, you know, the Russo brothers have some of the most uh, interesting and engaging action scenes that we've seen in a, a pretty long time in the States. You know, if you go to, if you compare to other um, action flicks outside of the U.S., then it's not quite as impressive. It's still, it's still up there, but you know, like, like uh, Korean films have super fast action flick, even um, over the topness of like the Fast and the Furious films. There's a lot of, uh, you know, pretty well over the top action shot in those. And at times I felt like I was watching some weird blend of all of them. The thing is nobody's, it's not like I need everyone to be cracking jokes or anything like that. I just felt like tonally we're in several different movies. So, um, you know, the good things, great, uh, great cast, great, um, great, like, look to the movie. I like the look. I saw some complaints about the CGI, but I didn't really, uh, my, you know, I didn't really notice too much about it. Uh, I will say... I love the cast. I just feel like they're written for different movies. So I'm going to do a little review of this in the spoiler section. I didn't I didn't want to give too much of the the plotting away or anything like that. So let me know what you thought about The Gray Man. I give it a 7 out of 10. Um, like I said, mostly because it's extremely well competently shot. Uh, there's a couple like nitpicks I have about the actual visualizations of like too many titles popping up or maybe one or too many random drone shots. But other than that, um, it's mostly in the script department that just feels like we're tonally in different places. Um, so 7 out of 10, it's watchable. It's about two hours. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you want something to watch for two hours, it's entertaining. But, you know, it's not like it's not life changing. And it's probably you'll probably forget it in a couple of days. Um and honestly, the, the more I think about it, it, this movie feels like the sequel to a more uh, serious uh, prequel. Like, I could easily see that this could have been a, a secondary movie in a, a line of Gray Men movies. So, let's hop into the spoiler section for The Gray Man. So, we are in the spoiler section for The Gray Man. The full review is available on patreon.com slash Podcast. Go to luckadollpodcast.com or check in the description for all of the social medias to find out how to support the podcast and become a Patreon member. So, for the full podcast, uh, continue on and we'll be listening and, uh, sorry, we'll be uh, discussing The Gray Man in spoiler section. So, let's talk about The Gray Man in the spoiler section. Um so I would have expected you to have seen The Gray Man by now, and we know how it ends. Um, you know, J- Jessica Henwick comes in at the very end. Pow, pow. Shoots basically both of them and ends that uh, not bad of an action sequence. Um, that didn't feel natural at all. That uh, She waited till the very fucking last minute to do that. She was complaining the whole movie about, like, we're going to get fired. We're going to get fired. It's like you finally, you finally decide to do something at the very end. And... Her character was not set up and written enough that it felt like narratively satisfying to see that happen. And so I heard in the book that was a big change from it. So they wanted to to put Ryan Gosling back in his cage so that just in case there's one day he needs to come out, whoop some ass, we got him. Um, 
So there was, uh, and it honestly, you know, and, and he does come back out and, you know, save the girl, save the kid, that kind of thing. But it almost became like tacked on, a tacked on ending at the end. I was, uh, I was like, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. This is getting excessive. You know, I, 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 I had had it with the, what felt like no less than 20 different locations all over the United States. I don't know why this wasn't called Mr. Worldwide because he literally was in like 20, 20 different locations in the first hour and a half of the movie. Um, almost every five minutes it felt like, you know, it was like Bangkok, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Croatia or uh, Italy. I, I, it would just like randomly name um, the places that they would be in. And it didn't even feel like naming the places that they were in really even mattered. It just felt like they were just naming the places across the world to say that, hey, shout out to Turkey, shout out to Croatia, shout out to, you know, uh, <laughs> Ecuador or, or Guatemala. I don't know. They were They were literally shouting out like, over half the world it felt like and it didn't really add to the plot so i, I was fine that uh, i was just finding that incredibly distracting about how much world hopping we were doing um i kind of like segmented this movie up in my head like almost episodes because it kind of felt like it was broken up in like episodes it's like you got the 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 first episode of 20 minutes you got the backstory of why he why he cares about the girl and Billy Bob for 20 minutes. And then we get back to the regular story, which is like episode three, which is another 20 minutes. And at one point, Billy Bob sells out uh, uh, Ryan Gosling's character because uh, they have the niece. And um, like, if if he's going to sell him out, why is Ryan Gosling trying to save the niece and Billy Bob at this point anyway? I was like, I, I, I guess he's like going to do his own thing. So, like, there's one, like, one line, like, Billy Bob's like, yeah, yeah, I knew you'd be good. You know, I knew you'd be okay. It's like, what? <laughs> you you just had those guys try to kill me that saved me at the airport or on the airplane. So, there is, um, you know, some fun action sequences. I don't want to deny that, but I can only go so on about that. Uh, a couple of the drone shots, I want to talk about that. I've been noticing a hell of a lot of uh, uh, speeder drones, I guess is what it's called, or fa- uh FPV drones, like uh, super super fast drones that can go like 100 miles plus hour. Um, the way they utilize the drones in here, so my idea of a good drone shot is kind of swooping in, location shot, or if there's so much action that you have to pan around so fast that's going on. It felt like the drone shots would start like three or four seconds too early before they would actually get to the action scene. I was like, we don't need to start so early, just kind of put us into the sequence and, and kind of pan around a little bit. I did, I found that a little bit just distracting in the style. Um, I noticed that ever since I've, I watched a red notice on Netflix as well, another, um, CGI intensive rock, rock, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot led action film. And they had almost every other scene. They had a, what felt like a drone shot, establishing shot. Uh, so, yeah, overall, it's a rocky ass movie for me. There's, I, I really didn't want to do a long review on this one, just mostly because there's not much to say about it. You know, it, it feels, uh, in in the biggest way of generic, it feels like a generic ass PG thirteen kind of low blood. There's not a lot of blood. There are torture scenes in this, but it's like they blur out the camera so you can't see what's going on, or uh, 
you know, they cut away. There's really not much blood. Uh, not like we got a big bloodlust, but I mean, with this much action going on, you kind of have to establish something. Um, otherwise, I, if you would have told me that Ryan Gosling's character was the same character from, you know, Blade Runner 2049, it would have made more sense because he fucking acts like a robot. So, yeah, I am a mixed review about it, I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, let me know what you thought about The Gray Man. Yes, I think it's... Um, you know, it's entertaining action, but, you know, somewhat forgettable on the back end. I would watch another one of these movies if I probably saw that they had a different writer. I know that these, a lot of these uh, writers are all the same guys that have kind of followed the Russo brothers um, a little bit through the MCU films, filmography they've done as well. Same thing as like the editors of, uh, I think it was either the editor or the c cinematographer, the same one as like Cherry and um, the previous film that they had. Um uh, but like I said, a lot of these people, they all work together a lot and they've worked on several films together. So uh, I, I can see real potential happening um, in the future. I would like to see a, you know, a gray man too, but just kind of pick a, kind of pick a lane. It, it's not quite, it, the action's not up to snuff of the John Wickness, but they're taking themselves seriously like they're in a Bourne movie. But the action is bombastic enough that it feels like you're in a you're watching Mission Impossible. So there's a whole lot of you know collateral damage aside, like what you know what's going on, and um, you know oh and the predictiveness, like anyone that they run into when they're they're being helped along the way is clearly going to be uh, they're clearly going to be killed like almost immediately, or they'll self sacrifice themselves for like no reason, um, kind of. Kind of of that same note. So, yeah. Thank you for listening, watching, Lug It Up Podcast, uh, the mixed bag that is The Gray Man 2022. Let me know what you thought about the movie. Let me know what you thought about the review. Take it easy. Maybe not anybody.